Hey everyone, welcome to your Wednesday uh, midweek general tarot card reading. Um, I'm excited. I know that uh, I've had such great response to my podcast adding this segment, so I'm definitely going to keep it up. Um, just keep in mind this is all for entertainment purposes. Take it with a grain of salt. If it does resonate, please, you know, take it, process it. What needs to be addressed so that um, you can kind of come to um, a full just processing, I guess, of whatever the situation is. You know, if it resonates, it resonates and you'll know what that means. Um, divine feminine, divine masculine is how I address my cards. I really do not use actual sexes, male, female. I will refer to the card as him or her based off of the energy and that's just what it is. Um, let's see. So as I was shuffling through the deck, the six of wands came up. I mean, that's a fantastic card. It means a couple of things. So for a few of you guys, this is a time for you to really um, accept the praise and the recognition that you are receiving for all the hard work that you've been putting towards projects, towards life, towards passion, uh, whatever it is that you've kind of been heading up. Whatever goal you set in place, you have been working consistently towards it. And so now is the time that you're starting to get those um, recognitions and you really have to be okay with humbling um accepting those um another few of you guys are still in the process of working towards that goal so what this card means is keep going you're there you're almost there so you got to push through it so you could very well be uh, maybe in a four of wands maybe in a five of wands where there's a little bit of resistance and you're just having to push through that so this is saying just don't give up um six of wands also means that you know whoever is in your life you know whoever this um is maybe regarding we're not doing a love but i always just like to bring emotions to the table um this is somebody who really admires you this could be a collective of people that admire you it could be a boss that really thinks highly of you because you've been putting in a lot of work it could be a family member that's proud of you because whatever goal you've been working really hard on you've hit it so let's go ahead and um let's see what's been in the mindset of of the collective so what's been the mindset where has the brain been over this um the impress okay so maybe some of you have been working towards becoming like a mother of the house maybe wanting to have a family maybe getting pregnant maybe um reestablishing some of the things that have been going on within the home maybe you are changing the way you look maybe your appearance has been being worked on by you and you've been working really hard on it and so now this is saying hey your your uh, reward is just right around the corner and um people are recognizing you for this so you just gotta keep going um the six of swords comes up um Let me think. Let me see how this plays together here. Now, the Six of Swords creates a bridge. You know, that's you taking stock of the intellectual pursuits and the discipline, mental discipline that you've had to put into this. Maybe the networking, maybe the communication that you've had to really invest in in this has just been fantastic. It's been able to allow you to 
take two opposing situations and um, create some type of connection between the two. So relevancy is key basically, right? And in that, you're going to be fruitful um, with whatever goals you're headed towards. Uh, let's go ahead and see where our heart space is uh, when it comes to this overall Six of Wands energy. Um, <laughs> so Seven of Cups and the Emperor reversed. Wow. Okay. So I think maybe some of the things that have been working for you have been is keeping your options open. So thinking outside the box, um, maybe um, being a little bit more um, discernful in some of the choices that you're making for yourself. Um, I think maybe at one time you guys felt very controlling, maybe insecure, maybe some of the ugly sides of the emperor were starting to show its face, you know, impatientness, um, demanding results. And so in the reversed uh, position as it is here, maybe you've relinquished a little bit of that control. Maybe in taking the time to process your choices and your options, you've realized that maybe you have been what's been choosing wrong for you. And you've um, let the snake in that in one of those cups um, sting you a couple of times. So I think the emperor has had to take a step back and understand that only with patience is he going to be able to really take the time to process uh, the seven cups that are being placed in front of him and make the, the best choice because in that he's had to take a different perspective. He's had to allow um, the empress to come in and maybe take a different approach into some of those uh, decision-making options because with that, um, it was easier to bridge gaps of opposing energy than it was with what the emperor probably was doing in the past and that was creating more opposition um, that was turning maybe allies into foes as you were doing this and um, the card illumination kind of comes through as a center point and that means that over the last few weeks if you've really been in a place of wanting to troubleshoot some of these um, barriers that you've encountered along the way as all these planets are in retrograde right now it's giving us new opportunities to readjust old situations that maybe we fucked up in the past that weren't in our best interest. So those are what retrogrades do. Now, the planet and the energy that comes with those retrogrades is really the energy that those planets represent. So, for example, Mercury is it a retrograde. We always hear about Mercury being a retrograde, but... And we all, we all understand that it's not really rotating backwards. It's just on a different axis and a different elliptical that gives us an illusion. But it really is the closest um, that it's ever going to be to us during this time as well. And it slows down a little bit. So when that happens, because we do feed off of all the energies that are taking place, um, it does have an impact because we are water. And planets bring additional gravitational pull. And they bring different um, f 
frequencies of energies because they omit their own energies as well, right? Huge bodies of mass, you know, whether it be gas or solid, right? Real life stuff, you know, real science. All of that is part of it. So when you have five different planets that represent five different aspects of of energy all in this same type of slow elliptical shift that means we have different scenarios coming at us from different angles that are all creating opportunities for us to readdress different situations it can be overwhelming um, it really can so you have to just take a step back and prioritize you know what is the most impacted area of your life that you know you need to start putting work in now because the result is going to take some time. You know, it's going to take some time to process. So you got to sow that seed now. And I think the illumination card is what's bringing that to light. You're catching yourself in these situations. You're you're catching on to it. And that's what's supposed to happen as you're as you're developing um who you are as a person. You we all learn from our mistakes. We don't want to keep repeating those mistakes so then we have to practice different routes and different solutions so thinking out of the box is really important so that seven of chalices really just um illuminates that aspect and the fact that you have to almost kind of give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back not yet you know you're, you're still in the middle of this working process but you do want to give yourself a good pat on the back for the small things that you've started to recognize that you're doing that are leading you in the right direction because that's how that um six of swords bridge stays strong so that as you're pulling all these opposing forces together um, you're able to communicate yourself uh, correctly going forward. Um, retrogrades like Mercury also bring other challenges such as um, communication issues. Someone may interpret what you're saying um, differently than how you mean it. And normally this person would never do that, but for some reason this time they are. Um, sometimes we go to pick up our phone and we're just dropping it more than normal butterfingers, right? Just weird things. Um, sometimes you pick up the phone because it rings, but yet nobody's on the other line just because there was a crosswire. Um, all these different types of things that come to play with the rounds of communication because Mercury not only has its own mass and gravitational pull and energy frequency, it also represents in the zodiac and in astrology uh, certain points of impact, such as communication, flow of, of processing, you know what I mean? Anything that we use to communicate, and that's almost body language, speed, tone, um, all that, everything. Everything. It really just impacts everything because we are communicative creatures. We're always sending out things and we're always receiving things. So um, that's one aspect. Another aspect is uh, Mercury also is associated with the card of Gemini. Gemini brings a duality to the table. So we could go on and on and just start creating this huge web of how everything can lead us back uh, to Mercury and then how it's being integrated in this retrograde. So, for example, let's say in the past you had a discussion with somebody that ultimately you just did not speak up for yourself or you did not clearly say what you wanted to say or maybe there was a miscommunication. And now, you know, 
after how much time, all of a sudden you seem to be having this same scenario and you keep realizing, why do I keep losing friends? Why is it that people just get pissed off at me? Well, something's going to happen this time and you're going to catch it. Whatever it is, you're going to catch it. That's the retrograde. That's giving you an opportunity to address an old situation with the new solution. Once you do that, you have closed the chapter on that situation and you can move forward. The universe will stop bringing that same situation over and over. You'll know what to do now. You'll catch it. It's like a learned process. And so when the emperor releases that control, that impatienceness, it allows the empress then to take a step back and say, okay, whew, how am I going to nurture this? Um, and how am I going to create different ways um, to resolve this? Because now we have our swords with us in our boat as we're sailing towards clear waters. We're going to have to start... Um, letting these swords go one by one we're just going to take stock of everything that's going on and uh, we're going to start to put to rest some of these um some of these hurts because then healing happens and so i think that's kind of what's been going on here in the sense of also um like let's say money um it could be that you're now taking on a, diff a different approach to some of your accounts. Um, maybe you are thinking again outside the box on offering solutions. Maybe if you're like me in the area of sales, maybe you're creating different marketing tools that maybe you never tried in the past. And what that is, is that's gapping and that's creating new um, opportunities for you to then bring to light some of the things that you have to offer as you're working towards your goal. Because again, six of wands isn't always somebody who's accomplished it and receiving praise and recognition. It's somebody who's very close, but still recognizes that consistency is key and they're still working towards it. Let's go ahead and look and see um, what could be some of the possible barriers that we are facing as we kind of move forward into this next step. Is there anything that we should just kind of take stock of? <coughs> so the King of Swords and the Ten of Cups. Interesting combination because the King of Swords doesn't really like to share emotions um, they could be sharp with their tongue. Um, this can be maybe somebody of authority that is in your path. It could be somebody that maybe you struggle to communicate with because we're trying to see this as what we need to improve. The card itself has many meetings, but the question I asked is, what are things that um, can kind of get in the way? What is the adversary energy that, that we're encountering that could possibly hinder us from trying to get to this ultimate goal and finally reap that award? So when the King of Swords comes up, I think of what the meaning of the, of the card is. You know, someone who is uh, strict, authoritative, somebody who doesn't show a lot of emotions, um, maybe somebody who is more logical than um, emotionally reactive when it comes to providing solutions. Who may this person represent? It could represent a male or a female, but somebody that is quick to put to rest shit that comes up. Someone who's willing to 
pull that sword out and handle shit when it times to come. So it could be either an energy that you're in that it's saying, hey, you don't always have to be in that energy. There are other ways to approach um, situations being that the emperor now is reversed and the seven of cups is here to give us options. So that could be a scenario. It all—it also can mean that sometimes you need to pull on this energy to try to convey your message. So if you're in sales and you're not quite being as assertive as you know you should, this is saying, hey, it's okay to be a little bit of a shark in the tank because this is your job. It's all about money. Money is commissions. Commission means numbers are being built and you can't get numbers unless people are, are doing their end and you can't get them to do that unless you're being... Um, more assertive, maybe more intellectually um, creative with how you want to approach conversations with people. Also, because we're in retrograde, this one is interesting that comes up because they do manage um, the realm of communications um, for this. So maybe somebody's not taking you as serious as you want them to, or maybe they're taking you more serious than you want them to. So that's a couple of, of scenarios that if it resonates with you, you know what that applies to. Ten of Cups comes out next, which is interesting because you have to remember not to be so harsh. You know, the Ten of Cups is completion of the journey. Um, now you have enough to share with other people. So don't, it's not always about collecting. Sometimes you have to give some back, right? And it also means that just because you have 10 cups to share, um, you're willing to just turn them over to anybody or dump them out for anybody. So make sure that, you know, you're maintaining the 10 cups in a healthy way. Um, make sure that you're using emotions in the most productive way. Um, make sure that, you're pulling on the energy of both the King of Swords and the Ten of Cups, that realm of logic and emotion as you're addressing situations so that these other cards that are showing up can reveal themselves and create opportunities for you um, to pull on. Eight of Cups is on the bottom of the deck. That's kind of the energy that's working behind the scenes. And what that tells me is um, graduating from the Seven of Cups to the Eight of Cups, you now have made a choice. So for many of you, um, this, uh, this talk was kind of in the past and now you're in the Eight of Cups means you're moving forward. You've made a decision. You've realized that some of the things that you were investing in, um, the love that you have now, the the work that you've gone so far to have now is not quite enough. You have to leave your comfort zone and you have to move forward and you may not know exactly where you're headed because it's it's very cloudy and it's really dark, but you do know that whatever it is is driving you enough to do that. So you have to pay attention, okay? Um, Eight of Chalices also tells me that along the way you may have met somebody who could be a very good partner or a very good associate or somebody who you spiritually kind of zen with that maybe um, you want to continue to grow with. So maybe it's a mentor. Uh, maybe it is a boss. Maybe it's a, a, another side of this king sword who represents maybe somebody that uh, you have to work under. They get you. Maybe they understand what your overall goals and objectives are. So this eight of chalices tells me that as you've been working on all of this there's also a kinship and an understanding that's on both sides for this and that's okay 
that's a good thing. That's not really a negative thing at all. I think the hardest part of the um, Eight of Cups is knowing that whatever you have now is not quite enough. So if you've been questioning on whether or not you should or shouldn't move forward, you need to do so. And ironically, as I'm uh, saying that, death and reverse comes out and death is all about the dying of one aspect so that a new aspect can flourish so if you are now in a position where you've hit your weight goal you've been working really hard on it your body has been dying the old you is dying so that the new you can then be born right you're not physically dying, right? No, just an aspect of you is, but a rebirth is also happening. Um, change happens. When the death comes reversed, there's a side of you that is afraid of change. And so what it's doing is it maybe is stalling in one of these areas, and I'll pull some uh, supportive cards for that because that's interesting. But there's something going on here that... Um, you're afraid of that's preventing you from changing you will but not at the pace you know you should it's more of a stagnant change it's more of a I'll change but it's usually going to take something that pushes you to that next step because it's more of a delayed change you know many times people fear fear itself they fear that unknown they don't know what's going to happen on the other side Death is saying rebirth. Rebirth. Right? Rebirth. So let's go ahead and pull just a couple outcomes. Like, let's just pull a couple of other um, cards just to see what else needs to be said. Because this was a very direct message. This is a very clear um, uh, interpretation of what I'm picking up, you know, based off of the questions and the topic of the read. High Priestess comes out, and that tells me, you know, you know. Whatever it is that you need to get done, you know. Whatever work it's going to entail, you know. If there's somebody that's hindering your process, you know. You know who they are. You know exactly what they're doing, and you know what to do to overcome it. High Priestess is intuitive. She's smart. She's very smart. She walks in the light and in the shadow. She sees the good and the bad. She knows it. And she has enough strength within her to admit that she knows it too, right? But again, the high priestess works in the realm of spirit, mind, you know, body, non-tangible. So in order for it to then become tangible, you have to then take physical action, right? And that's what these other cards are saying is, hey, slow down, evaluate your options, keep you know, those bridges mended. 
think outside the box, nurture what you're working towards, and keep working. So, let's just pull one bonus card here and let's see, because that was a good read, y'all. <laughs> and strength. I mean, strength comes up. Anytime strength comes up in a card uh, reading, I don't care what position um, it comes up, and I don't care what time of the read it comes up, first or last card, it means that whatever is happening is really taking a lot of strength, but inner strength. You're having to tame the beast in a different way. You're having to quiet those objections differently this time. There's no more outward display of fighting. It's more about, okay, it's, it's, this is coming from a different place. This is coming from a strength of, you know, a strength from healing and from ultimately dissecting everything that you're wanting to do because now you're moving in a position that's making you happy. It's fulfilling you. It's giving you what you want. It's giving you that recognition. So strength is telling me that you're going to be okay. You're going to get whatever you put your work into. And even though fear roars at you, you hush him and you walk by peacefully. This was a fantastic read, guys. I fucking love this. It really is. I mean, it's been a while since I've pulled some really good, just solid, transparent reads because things have just been so jumbled you know what I mean so this is telling me hey people are getting back to work they're looking at options this whole shutdown is is getting people to think outside the box and and I know some of this um read is resonating with you guys directly I know some of you guys probably turned me off already that's okay next time new message I don't cross watch I'm not trying to get you to understand anybody else's story this is for you directly. Um, just to mention signs that are coming through Leo as strength. Um, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius um, with the swords. Uh, Ten of Cups, Death is Scorpio, um, Cancer, Pisces. I mean, any card can give you any sign. So all 12 of them are on the board. But whenever a strong card comes through such as a king or a queen um strength death those are some pretty prominent representing signs so i don't mind calling them out i wish you the best go get them guys love and light bye